Welcome to the Half Hill Report. News and items of interest for and about the village of Half Hill, the Valley of the Four Winds, Pandaria, and all of Azeroth. Half Hill Report is produced in cooperation with Half Hill Agricultural College, dedicated to serving the educational needs of the greater Valley of the Four Winds community. I'm your host, Tosh Mafuni, coming to you live as we do every week from the upstairs room at Half Hill Zone, Lazy Turnip Inn. And it's listener letter time. Well, it's, uh, it's more of an unsigned note, really, that I found next to my microphone today. Tosh Mafuni, it has come to my attention that you were partying with Professor Talib on New Year's. Does the college know about your relationship? I think this could be damaging. Maybe Rizak can help keep me quiet. <laughs> well, whoever you are, there is a perfectly innocent explanation for that. Thanks for writing. And now, on with the news. Horde and Alliance leadership have issued statements alerting all citizens of Azeroth that there is an imminent threat of assaults on the Titan facilities in Uldum and the Vale of Eternal Blossoms, by the Black Empire forces commanded by the Old God Nazoth. In addition, residents of the faction capital cities of Stormwind and Orgrimmar are being warned that they may be subject to psychological attacks known as horrific visions. In response, the following actions are being taken. Negotiations with the leadership of the Mechanomes and Volpera are being accelerated to completion to allow these races to join the factions in the forthcoming conflict. The Black Prince Rathion has announced that he will make a powerful artifact available to qualifying champions that will aid in the conflict. And finally, the elite organization of heroes known as the Death Knights has announced that they will lift their long-standing race barriers, allowing all allied races to join their ranks. Pandaren leadership has announced travel advisories for all citizens of Pandaria, and all reserve members of the Shadow Pan are being called to active duty. The Half Hill Report will continue to monitor this situation and provide updates as we receive them. In local news, the Half Hill Report is pleased to announce that Jan Ironchin, former left inside strongback for the mighty Mushans of Half Hill Agricultural College, is joining us as our new sports reporter. Jan is currently on his honeymoon with his new bride, Irie, but will be joining the show after he gets back. And in additional local news, well... <laughs> Very local news in this case, it's my mom's birthday. So from me and the whole gang here at the Half Hill Report, happy birthday, Mom, and I love you. Hey, folks, the world may be going to Nyalotha in a handbasket, but the fine vendors at Half Hill Market are still here for you, offering the very best deals on the finest products for your home, garden, and farm. Half Hill Market, open every day all year round, a world of shopping, right here in our own backyard. It's time now for Dwarven Dispatches with Eamon Wetbranch, sponsored by Nessingwari Safari. Well, we've been expecting to see Eamon back here in the valley, but it looks like his plans may have changed with the recent news. So, let's hear what he has to say. Hello, lad. By now you will have heard the news that Nazoth, curse his name, will be making his move any day now. So, while I was hoping that the peace between the Horde and Alliance would let me come back to Pandaria, it's not to be. 
So, I'm staying in Ironforge and readying myself to join the other champions to take on this vile creature and thwart his nefarious plans. Right now, I don't know if I will be recalled to the Seventh Legion or if I'll just join up with a militia of irregulars. But either way, I'm going to get my licks in. I'm hearing that one of the targets may be the Vale. And let me tell you, boyo, if Nazoth harms one hair on anyone in Pandaria, by Magni's diamond beard, he'll personally answer to Eamon Wetbranch. As always, keep the home fires burning, lad. Thanks, Eamon. You know, folks, life in the wide world of Azeroth has gone on much as it has this past age, full of its own comings and goings, scarcely even aware of the existence of Pandarans. But now it appears that war is returning to Pandaria. So I'm grateful for champions like Eamon, and any of you listeners out there who are willing to come to our defense. Dwarven Dispatches is brought to you by Nessingwari Safari, who remind you that no one is meant for defeat. Checking the Azeroth calendar, the Dark Moon Fair is wrapping up today, so it'll be a quiet few weeks in Azeroth until the beginning of the Lunar Festival. It's not too early to make your plans to visit Moonglade or your favorite city to honor the legacy of our respected elders. Also, in a little over a week, the three-day Call of the Scarab events takes place in Silithus, commemorating the ringing of the Scarab Gong, which opened the gates of the fabled Temple of Ankiraj. It's time once again for our <laughs> rebranded weekly feature, Wandering with Velmic and Demesis, with everyone's favorite, uh, I, I guess, Draenei travel correspondent, Velmic. Hey there, Tosh, and uh, happy birthday, Tosh's mom. Nice. So, buddy, I hope you noticed this week that uh, I remembered to use this feature's new name. I did, I did. Thank you, Tosh. You know, I liked being food and lodging critic. After all, I originally come to Pandaria because of food, but there is so much more to tell about the places we are going than whether there is good inn. And some places that are having no inn are still great places to visit. Yeah, and um, after I had a chance to think about it, I guess I agree, and I'm sure our listeners do too. So, last week you told us that you were planning on taking up Vendir Donbo's invitation of a visit to the Arboretum and the Cloud Serpents. Demesis and Alice and I did go. Oh, um, didn't Dowlin go too? Uh, no. Tush, you know about the upcoming troubles. Oh, Velmec. Has, has Dowlin been called to active duty with the Shadow Pan? No, no, you know, she still can't walk so good. But they are doing a lot of training at Shadow Pan Garrison to get ready to defend Vale. So... She is there all the time now, training new troops. Oh, Velmec, that's, that's got to be so hard for you and Alice. It is. And Alice is very scared because of news of war coming to here. So, this was good time for to go visit someplace fun. Well, it sure sounds like it. So, tell us all about it. Well, first let me say that we spend so much time traveling all over Azeroth. Sometimes it's easy to forget how beautiful Pandaria is, and especially Jade Forest. 
When we are flying to Arboretum and going over places like Orchid Hollow and Temple of Jade Serpent, Demesis and I are saying to each other, how lucky we are to live near such beautiful place. I know what you mean. I, I mean, I grew up here and I know how easy it is to take it for granted. Anyway, we get to Arboretum and as soon as we land, Tush, Alice sees baby cloud serpents and I am thinking she loses her mind. She runs over to where they keep babies, squealing and laughing and looks at me and says, Daddy, can I have one of these, please? <laughs> Wait, didn't she ask for a pony just a few weeks ago? She did. But fortunately, our friend Vendir explained to her that only member order of Cloud Serpents can be trusted with Cloud Serpent. And it takes long time of training and hard work to become member. Well, she must have been pretty disappointed. Actually, no. She was quiet for a little bit and says to me very serious, Daddy, I am going to work hard and study so that I can join Order of Cloud Serpent. Oh, really? You know, I thought she wanted to be in the shadow pan like Tao Lin. <laughs> Tush, she is a little girl. Next week, she's probably wanting to join Kirin Tor. Yeah, I guess you're probably right. So, tell us more about the Arboretum and the Cloud Serpents. Okay, so, Vendir introduced us to leader of Order of Cloud Serpents, Elder Anli, who tell us of history of the Serpents and the Order. Serpents originated at end of time of Thunder King Leishan, and were born from storm unleashed in Vale of Eternal Blossoms. And for a long time, Pandarans feared serpents as monsters. That is true. It wasn't until the Zandalari Wars that they became very important allies to us. That's right. Say, Tosh, you must have paid attention in school pretty good. During that war, young Pandaran girl named Zhang, who had taken care of a young cloud serpent named Lo, helped defeat Zandalari, and started teaching other Pandaren to ride and fight. And that was beginning of the Order of the Cloud Serpents. Well, I bet Alice found that pretty interesting. Oh, she definitely did, especially because Order was founded by Little Girl, and leader of Cloud Serpents is female. Elder Anli asked Alice if she wanted to be member of Order someday, Maybe she could start by helping feed babies. So she and Demesis went to see Genova Longeye, and she gave them assignment to fish for sugar minnows to feed to babies. And Alice enjoyed feeding them very much. Afterwards, we spend little time wandering around where races take place, and we meet one of racers named Ace Longpaw, and his mount, Agara the Red. Oh, that guy, huh? I, I can't wait to hear how that went. It not go so good. All he did was talk about himself and how good-looking he was and how great he was. You know, Tash, he even flirted with Demesis. At same time, he was flirting with three young Pandarans. He even tried to kiss Demesis on cheek. Oh, wow. I know, right? Oh, Demesis was so mad. I had to pull her away, or you know, he would have found out that maybe he is not so great as he thinks he is. She had her dagger halfway out of its sheath. 
Yeah, I could have guessed that might have happened. He's, um, he's kind of a jerk. Boy, is he. But, you know, very nice member of order named Suchi the Sweet saw what happened and come over to apologize. And she even offered to take Demesis and Alice up on ride on Cloud Serpent. No kidding. Yes. So, Alice and Demesis get very exciting ride through race course on Suchi's mount named Sun. Ah, Tush, I have never seen Alice so excited. She said it was so much more fun than Pony Ride. You know, maybe she will end up member of Order of Cloud Serpents. Well, it wouldn't surprise me in the least. So, uh, Velmec, I know we talked about this last week, but, um... Ugh, yes, Tush, there was an inn. And it was very nice. Chef Kyle had nice selection of special foods, and place was warm and cozy. Okay? Okay, good enough. Anyway, whole arboretum was just beautiful, with many cherry trees and wonderful paths for walking around, as long as you are careful about wasps in certain parts, but we stayed away from those places. Demisa spent little time talking to Inkmaster Joe Poe, Apparently, pink petals from trees are very special for ink makers, and he had wonderful place there for making ink and producing wonderful scrolls. So, for listeners who maybe haven't been to Arboretum for a long time, it is definitely worth seeing again. Well, it certainly sounds like it. So, where to next week, my friend? I'm not exactly sure. A lot depends on what happens in world. News is pretty bad, so we'll wait to see what happened. The Mises might have some decisions to make, especially if something happens in Vale of Eternal Blossoms. Wow, do you think the Mises might actually get involved in the conflict? Eh, probably. She tell me if Vale is attacked, she is definitely going to defend it. She has fallen in love with Pandaria and considers it home now. I think maybe she feels the same way as Eamon. I guess just like everyone else, we're just going to have to see what happens. And whatever does, we'll look forward to hearing about it from you. Until then, Dionys Aka, my friend. Dionys Aka, Tush. See you next week. As always, we are coming to you live from the Lazy Turnip Inn, in the heart of Half Hill, the little town that time forgot and the years can't improve. If your journeys bring you to Pandaria, and based on the news, it sounds like they just might, we hope you'll consider Half Hill and the Lazy Turnip your home away from home. And while you're here, you'll take a moment to enjoy a cold, refreshing Storm Stout brew. Brewed right here in the valley by the fine Pandarans at Storm Stout Brewery. When in doubt, reach for a Storm Stout. Well, thanks for joining me again this week, folks. And hey, for our listeners at the Shadow Pan Garrison, make sure to tune in later this week for a new program, Shadow Pan Journal, a special broadcast for our troops in the field featuring news, entertainment, and of course the continuing comedic misadventures of Private Glum Pack, as he tries his best to get through the absurdities of military life. See you next week, and remember, free Pandaria.
The Half Hill Report is a fan-created fictional radio broadcast based on World of Warcraft. All place names, character names, and music from World of Warcraft used in the Half Hill Report are the exclusive property of Blizzard Entertainment. World of Warcraft is a trademark or registered trademark of Blizzard Entertainment, Inc. in the U.S. and other countries. No copyright or trademark infringement is intended by the Half Hill Report. If you would like to reach us, you can find us on Twitter at Half Hill Report or drop us an email at halfhillreport at yahoo.com. This show is brought to you by Dragon Powered Studio. Find more at dragonpoweredstudio.com. Thank <laughs> you.